I want to share this to you tonight. What I'm anointing you here for can actually be the one defeating you if you are not careful. What you're being anointed for, I have seen it. This is what I want you to hear. Very important. When I anoint you, I declare something over you. Are you following? Or you're not following? Are you following somebody? Now, speak loud. Are you following? I was ministering earlier on, and I was saying that what happens in the secret with a prophet is what will happen in the public. I want to show you something here that is very, very important. Okay? Do you have your Bible? I want to show you something as we, as we, as we go ahead with our ministration. As we go ahead with our ministration, I want to show you a very important secret. Keep this secret, okay? And your lives will never remain the same again. Okay? Now, go to 2 Kings chapter 9. Oh, this is good. And verse 3. Okay? And verse 3. See what the prophet is saying here. Um, he says, then take the box of oil and pour it on his head. And they say, that says the Lord, I have anointed you, king of Israel. Then open the door and flee. And turn not. NIV is much better. He says, look at that. Then take the flask and pour the oil on his head and declare. Anointing becomes so powerful if there's a declaration. Pour the oil upon his head and declare. What we declare when we anoint you matters a lot. When I tell you, take anointing oil, put it upon your head, be very careful with what I'm going to say. Most people, if you may ask them a question, last time when I was anointing you, what did I say? They want to remember it. That's why the anointing does not work. Because the anointing works when you are conscious of what was spoken, of what was declared. Why is the prophet anointing you at that particular moment? Okay, now look at this. In Psalms 20, Psalms 20, check Psalms 20, right? Now let's start from verse 3, and I want you to see this. Now, it says what? May who remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. All right? God should remember. Okay? He says, this is Psalm 20. Uh, for some of you who you like giving in God, giving to God, you know, all what you do for God, you like giving. You like giving. There is a moment when a man of God should look at you and say, may God remember all your giving and all your sacrifice. Uh, did you hear that? Okay? May God remember. Okay? So this is a prayer to a congregant. May God remember all your giving and all your sacrifices. If you're watching me now, if you ever give, if you ever sacrifice, I'm making a prayer for you. May God remember all your giving and all your sacrifices. That's not much what we're talking about tonight. Now, check this, this, uh, the verse 4. Now, verse 4 says what? 
it says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make your plans succeed. Because it is so easy to have plans, but to have them successful is a different story. So the prayer is, may God make all your plans succeed. You see, I have seen plans. People have plans. People have plans. Written proposals. But not successful. The prayer here is, may he make all your plans succeed. Check what the Bible says there. Verse 5. It says, May we shout for joy over your victory. May we shout for joy over your what? And lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your requests. That's a dangerous prayer that we're doing tonight. May he grant not some of your prayer points. No, all your requests. He says, when these things happen, we shall know something. When God gives you the desire of your heart, when God makes your plan successful, when God answers all your prayer requests, we shall know one thing. What shall we know? The following verse. What shall we know? The following verse. Now this I know. What shall we know? The Lord gives victory to his anointed. Hear this. So what makes people to have their plans successful is when they're anointed. It says when we, we shall see your plans being successful. When we shall see God answering all your prayer requests, giving you all your hard desires, then we shall know God answers his anointed. Now, the Bible says when you anoint him, declare Declare, when you anoint him, declare. And tonight, as I anoint you tonight, because something I'm about to declare, something I'm about to declare for you. Just like David, in 1 Samuel 16, in 1 Samuel 16, the Bible says in verse 13, that when Samuel took the oil and anointed him on the head, he did hear that. Check that scripture. All right? Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. Did you hear that? Did he say, I'm anointing you as a king? I want you to say something here. He never said, I am anointing you as a king. No. And I want you to say something here. He never said it. He never said it. It was a secret. In 2 Samuel chapter 2, from verse 1 to 3, especially verse 3, okay? Especially from verse 3. Now, it says, David also took the men who were with him, uh, okay, blah, 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 over there. Verse 4, what happened? In verse 4, then the men of Judah came to Hebron, and they were, and there they anointed David king. So it is not Samuel who anointed David to be a king. It was the people who anointed David king over Judah. Samuel anointed David. 
when he anointed David, from verse 1, verse 2 of 1 Samuel chapter 16, God said, anoint him to be the next king. And I want you to hear something here. When Samuel anointed David, he never told people, he never told anyone. But what he did to David in the house, people did it in the public. Do you know what happens? I was explaining in the morning. I said when oil, oil is a symbol of prosperity. Oil is a symbol of healing. Oil is a symbol of honor. Oil is a symbol of dignity. Oil is a symbol of deliverance. Oil is a symbol of royalty. When one puts oil on your head, they are announcing one of these, or more of these, or many of these. Am I talking to somebody here? So when Samuel put oil on David, he was announcing honor, healing. He was announcing deliverance. He was announcing uh, uh, power. He was announcing dignity. And everybody, when they begin to look at David, they began to see honor. Anything, any solution they needed, all their eyes were going to, to David. The king has a problem. Call for David. He's going to solve it. That's what happens if you're working in a big company. They need a solution. You become the eye. Everybody looks at you as a solution. Because you are anointed. If you have a company, and there are so many people putting their tenders, applications, putting their tenders, and they want one company to do it, they look at your company as a solution. Because of what? Anointing. The Bible says when God will begin to do these things, we shall now know that God answers his anointed. He gives them victory. Am I talking to somebody here? God answers his what? Now, first, uh, let's go back to the same scripture. Okay? Now, when we uh, read uh, from the book of uh, uh, First Kings, which we just read just now, the Bible says, uh, what I like most, uh, uh, in Second Kings chapter 9 uh, and verse 3, it says, okay, it says, then take the flask and pour the oil on his head and declare. This is what the Lord says. I anoint you king over Israel. Then open the door and run. That's how dangerous anointing is. He says, when I anoint you, I must run. <laughs> it is that dangerous because God knows the moment you anoint a person, the level of influence you have given him, the level of attraction you have given him is too much. Are you following? Same chapter. This is a man who is being anointed. His name is called Jehu. Are you following? He is being anointed to do what? To be a king. But at that moment, there's already another existing king and his wife, the most controversial woman called Jezebel. She's all alive. She's not dead. She's the one who Elijah had to run away and hide. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And now you are being told you'll be a king and there's already that, uh, that, that leadership. It was the most difficult thing. The most, the most impossible. Do you understand what is happening here? This is Jezebel. The one who the whole Elijah who could go fire was hiding in a cave. 
running away from this woman. And now you are being told that you'll be a king. And that you're going to kill this woman. Now watch from verse 30. Now the Bible says, Then Jehu went to Jezreel. When Jezebel heard about it, she put on eye makeup. Be, read, be careful when you anointed men of God. Can you imagine? When she heard that Jehu is anointed, all she could do was to put up makeup. Huh? Huh? She never called the army. She never called the soldiers. She said, I, don't, I will handle him with my beauty. She put lipstick. Nice makeup. Eyelashes. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Can you imagine how tricky this is? Can you imagine? Jezebel, she never used makeup in facing Elijah. She was using the army. But on Jehu, she uses makeup. No, we, are not even, we haven't even read the whole verse. <laughs> I want to say something to you. <laughs> the mission which Jehu was sent was dangerous. The prophet had to run away. And Jezebel changes tac tactic. She says, no, you know what? I will deal with this one with my beauty. The Bible says when she heard about it, that Jehu is coming. Do you know what Jehu was going to do? He was going to kill her. When she heard that Jehu is coming to kill her, she put on, she made sure that when Jehu looked at her, Jehu must change his mind. Let's go to the scripture. Then Jehu went to Jezreel. I just like this, okay? When Jezebel heard about it, she put on eye makeup. Listen, let me go, let me give you, let me give you New Living Translation. I want you to, to, I want to show you something here that is very, very important. When Jezebel, the queen mother, heard that Jehu had come to Jezreel, she painted her eyelids and fixed her hair and sat at the window so that when he is coming, he must see her from far and change his mind. Listen to me. What I'm anointing you for? What I'm anointing tonight? Anything, you're going to get anointing. But you must see something here that the devil fears anointing more than anything. Can you imagine when Jezebel heard? Heard about what? That Jehu has been what? Anointed. Can you imagine the queen mother? She says, you know what? I need to stop this boy immediately. She understands how powerful the anointing is. Go back to that verse. I want you to hear something here. Go back to that verse. Now give me an SMS message translation. L look at this. When Jezebel heard that Jehu had arrived in Jezreel, she made herself up, put on eyeshadow, and arranged her hair. And paused seductively at the window. Did you hear that? And paused how? Seductive. To seduce 
the anointed Jehu. So he says sometimes when we teach about anointing, we don't teach you the dangers of anointing. Can you imagine Jehu was a normal guy? He was moving every day in the street. Not even girls wanted him. This time around, even the queen mother wants him. Oh, you didn't hear me. Can you imagine all this time around, Jehu could move like this and nobody, nobody wanted him, not even girls. Not even a maid. But this time around, anointing attracts the queen. The queen mother says, you know what? I hear Jehu is coming. She arranged her hair. Then she nailed nicely. And she went on the window to sit. She knew he was he's gonna pass here. She went on that window in the upstairs house. Sat there seductively. So, brother Jehu is coming. Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? Because this is the problem. Some of you, 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 after you live here, you'll be so shocked when you're anointed. When you go out, you'll be facing serious opposition. And you begin to question like, why? But Papa prayed for me last night. Everyone is fighting me. It is anointing. Anointing will make people get angry. Anointing will make some people feel like they need you. Anointing will make some... It is the anointing over your life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because people don't know, don't know what anointing can do. But I want to teach you how now to make the anointing work in any circumstance, in any moment, in any situation. Papa, ever since you anointed me, I'm passing through battle after battle, battle after battle. Hey, I can't even see money now. All money, ever since I came to this church, all money, it is because you got anointing. And when you got anointing, the devil looked at you and he said, you know what? Let's finish this guy. So if you don't know how to handle the anointing, you'll be finished. You will be finished. Some of us have gone through those things. When you are anointed and your wife or your husband is not that spiritual, can be the ones to frustrate you. You go home like this with the full of anointing. Your husband, who, who do you think you are? Your own wife, who do you think you are? Fight the whole house. The whole day. Anointing has dangers. And you must understand this. Your own children can just change their behavior. But I want you to see something here. When you are anointed, don't lose focus. Because anointing surely shall destroy the works of the devil. The anointing shall destroy whether you are, whether you are uh, 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 a Jezebel. But the anointing. Now, go back to the scripture. See what the Bible says. So when Jezebel heard that Jehu had arrived in Jezreel, she made herself up, put on eyeshadow, and arranged her hair, and paused seductively at the window. Verse 31. Just hear that. When Jehu came through the city gate, she called it down. So how are things? 
No, he didn't hear that. Can you imagine? This is a woman who is sitting there with her hair, with her appeal, with everything. She's, she's sitting on the window seductively. And a man is passing by. Then she's like, how are things? <laughs> now watch this. <laughs> I want to. Then she says, so how are things? Zimli? You dashing king killer. No, you didn't hear that. Give me an IV. As Jehu entered the gate, she asked, Have you come in peace, you Zimli? You mother of your master. I want you to see something here that is very, very important. The next verse will stop the whole story. He looked up at the window. He was, his desire was not to look at the window. His desire was not to look at the seductive woman. But she caught his attention. And the man had the anointing oil on his head. See the difference between you and Jehu. He looked up at the window and called out, Who is on my side? Who? Two? Or three eunuchs looked down at him. Okay? 33. Throw her down, Jehu said. So they threw her down. And some of her blood spat the wall and the horses as they tramped her underfoot. I want you to hear something here that is very important. Did you just hear a man anointed comes and she's sitting there to seduce him. And he understands that I'm here to destroy this thing. And this thing now wants to turn around and destroy him instead. And he says, he says, and there were workers in the palace. He just makes a statement. He says, who is on my side? He says, he just say a word, throw her down. Eunuchs had no no choice. Because the anointing symbolizes honor. Anointing symbolizes power. Anointing symbolizes dignity. At that very moment, when they looked at Jezebel, she had no power. Power was going to Jehu. I decree tonight, by the reason of anointing, every assignment God has given you, you shall overcome in the name of Jesus. Every destruction coming ahead of you shall not defeat you in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Be very careful. The enemy is trying to play some tactics to bring you down. It is the anointing upon you. How? Where, where is this coming from? Jezebel was feared. She had an army. Can you imagine when she was thrown down? Just like that. When she was what? From upstairs. When she was thrown, they cast her down. Just throw on the window where she was. When she fell down, all of a sudden horses from nowhere. What was happening? He was so spiritual. 
can you imagine this woman sits there and she wants to do this thing? And shockingly, when she died physically, she still existed spiritually. To a level whereby in the book of Revelation, she is mentioned that she's still alive spiritually. So the fact that she died physically does not mean she can't appear now. She can manifest everywhere else. And I'm saying this message to everybody who's watching this message. And I want you to hear me because God has told me to tell you the dangers of anointing. And I just spoke to you just in passing. What what I've just shared tonight here is just in passing. And I want you to hear something here. What you are passing through some of you, it is because of the anointing on your head. And you just don't know it. Have you not heard? The moment David was anointed on his head with oil, immediately the king said, I must kill him. There was a special army assigned to look for him and kill him. And the man was hiding in caves. The man was hiding in the bush. The man was hiding everywhere. He was, he was a vagabond. He was moving from places to places, hiding, living in fear because of the oil upon his head. Am I talking to somebody here? Because you may not know it. Some of you don't even know why. What you're passing through, you're passing through that thing. It is because there's an anointing oil upon your head. Until you realize how to use the anointing. When you meet the trouble, how to use the anointing. The Bible says, now I know. God answers his anointed. In Psalm 26, now I know. Now I know. Are you following what I'm saying? Give me back the scripture. It says, now I know. Because this is important. It says, may God give you what? It says, because now I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary. With the victorious power of his right hand. How it happens when you maintain your focus. When you maintain your vision and your mission that God has given you. When you don't look at your account. When you don't look at what's going on around you. When you don't look what enemy is bringing ahead of you. When you look on the mission. This is what God has told me. I am a kingdom financier. I am a millionaire for the kingdom. I am a man of God. I am a woman of God. And this is what I am going to look at. And this is what I have. And when you put your eyes and steadfast and stand. God says, this I know. God answers his anointed and he gives them victory and answers him from his sanctuary. Somebody say yes. yes. Somebody say yes. yes. I can't hear you. Somebody say yes. yes. Certain things that are happening around you, they are just an indication of the anointing upon you. Look at David. When he was anointed, what he faced. But he became victorious. Look at Jehu. When he was anointed, he faced this woman. Every person who was anointed, there was something they faced. In 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 1. Give me that. A declaration has to be made when you are being anointed. Then someone took a flask of olive oil and poured it on Saul's head. And kissed him saying. I told you, when we're anointing you, we must say something over you. And you must remember it. Has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? So when we are giving you anointing, there is a mission. 
There is a because. Are you understanding? Are you understanding? In 2 Kings chapter 9, when he was being anointed, there was a because. I anoint you king. In 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 1, there was a declaration. I anoint you this. No wonder Jesus in Luke 4 verse 18, what did he say? The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. To do what? To preach, to heal, to do this, to do this. So there is a because. When God puts oil upon your head, it is not just because of your personal interest. Because you need healing or because you want a job. There is a mission that God wants you to do. So when I anoint you now for financial breakthrough, it's because God wants you to use your money well for his kingdom. If you want to be healed, God wants you to prosper physically. He wants you to be well so that you can actually serve him well. To fulfill what was written above all things. I wish that you may be what? In good health, just as your soul prospers.